Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart with your fantasy sports update. NCAA March Madness continuing tonight with the second four games in the round of 16. Things get going at 7.09 with the tip of the first game. Number three, LSU at number two, Michigan State. Sparty laying six, 148 and a half is your over-under. Then we have 7.29, number five, Auburn taking on number one, North Carolina. The Tar Heels, five and a half point favorites, 164 flat. Late session, number four, Virginia Tech battling ACC rival Duke. Duke for seven point favorites, 142 and a half. And the late game tips off at 9.59 p.m. Eastern. Number three, Houston battles number two, Kentucky. The Wildcats, minus two and a half, 133 and a half is your total the elite eight hey we're set for saturday these lines already out number three texas tech versus number one gonzaga tip off at 609 p.m gonzaga minus four 137 at 849 number three purdue battles number one seed virginia uh in that game cavaliers minus four and a half 126 is your over under cit action tonight cal's bakersfield travels to wisconsin green bay wisconsin green bay are six and a half point favorites 155 and a half we got a six pack of games in the national basketball association tonight on the hardwood Indiana at Boston, Celtics six and a half, two thirteen. Portland, they're laying three at Atlanta, two thirty-five. Golden State minus nine and a half point road favorites at Minnesota. The total two twenty-eight and a half. And uh, Wizards at Utah, Jazz minus thirteen, two twenty-six. Charlotte, they're laying two and a half at the LA Lakers. Over under set at two twenty-nine. Final day of group play in the March Madness of Golf at the Dell Match Play in Austin, Texas. After today, the field will be whittled down to the Sweet 16. And Tiger Woods, he's off to the Sweet 16 after taking out Patrick Cantlay today to win Group 13. Tiger's going to meet Rory McIlroy in a battle of heavyweights Saturday morning. The last time Tiger Woods advanced to the round of 16 was in 2008 when he won the event. Rory, as I mentioned, he took out friend Matthew Fitzpatrick to finish 3-0 perfect in the tournament so far to set up that duel with Tiger. Other match finals today. Henrik Stenson beat out Jim Furyk 5-4. Stenson moves on to the Sweet 16 with a perfect 3-0 record. Lucas Beauregard, the biggest dog to go on so far, beating Matt Wallace. Beauregard moves on to the Sweet 16 with Woods, Stenson, and McElroy. And Ty Hatton just finished off his match beating Lee Westwood, so he advances to the Sweet 16 as well. Justin Thomas and Keegan Bradlin played to a tie, so Thomas, the number 5 seed, he's bounced. Other matches today for betting purposes, guys, a lot of these guys are all done. Aaron Wise beat Brent Snedeker, but both eliminated. Phil Mickelson took out Jason Day. Jason Day, a pitiful 0-3 in the tournament. Uh, Phil uh, beat him, but Phil's done too. Emiliano Grillo beating Eddie Pepperell. Both are out. Rafa Cabrera-Barrow just beat Xander Shifley. Both eliminated there. Justin Harding and Luke List. Uh, Justin Harding beating Luke List. Both are out because McElroy won that group. A big match later on today. Two-seed Justin Rose battles Gary Woodland. Both are 2-0. That match is just about to get off right now at 4.03 Eastern. The other PGA event, the Corvallis Punta Cana Resort Championship in round two in the Dominican. Sanjay M leads at minus 10. Three players are one shot off the pace and it's a tough day for Tony Romo again. He is seven over for, through his first seven holes. Tony Romo sitting at plus 14 right now in the event. So he is 24 shots off the pace of Sun JM. Very tough uh, times for Tony Romo out there. It's tough to play professional golf. Eight games in Major League Baseball tonight. Let's take a look at the board. A trio at 707. Detroit at Chicago. Jays minus 138 and a half. Boyd versus Schumacher. Houston is laying 45 cents at Tampa Bay. Total seven. Cole versus Morton. We got Colorado minus 165 at the Miami Marlins. Over-under set at 7 for that game. Marquez and Richards. At 810, we have St. Louis taking on uh, Milwaukee. 8.5 Flaherty versus Peralta. The rest of the game's at 10 o'clock. Angels minus 120 at Oakland. 8.5. Harvey versus Estrada. Arizona at the Dodgers. LA minus 170. Total 7. 
Bay versus Stripling. And Boston, minus 145 at Seattle. Total 8, Eovaldi Kikuchi. And San Fran in San Diego tonight. Padres, minus 167.5. Holland Lucchese, six-pack of action on NHL tonight. tonight. St. Louis, they're a big favorite at the Rangers, minus 225.5. Nashville versus the Penguins in Pittsburgh. Penguins, minus 136. The New Jersey Devils in Detroit. Wings, minus 115.5. Arizona at Colorado. The Avalanche laying 155.5. Anaheim at Calgary. Flames, minus 265 total six and Minnesota at Vegas Golden Knights minus 190 total five and a half defending champion John Isner back in the Miami Open with a final seven six seven three seven six seven four victory over 18 year old Canadian qualifier Felix Auger Alassimi Federer versus Shapovalov tonight in the other semifinal that should be a good one stick around everybody Red Heat and Rage Radio is next coming up Gabe Morenci hosts with me Cam Stewart we got Babano Steve Merrill some friends will break down the college basketball card talk a little NASCAR hockey everything on the betting board tonight stick around everybody it's Red Heat and Rage Radio hosted by Gabe Morenci coming up next all you have to decide is what to do time that is given to you. Game time decisions. Well, in the immortal words of Krusty the Clown, uh, uh, but hey, at least it's Friday. But I don't think Urkel's on TV anymore now, is he? But uh, we are here for you. We got your back, Red Heat and Rage. Game time decisions. I'm Gable Morenci. Throw it down in our uh, New Jersey uh, studios right on the other side uh, of the Hudson on a uh, dreary, uh, sprinkly uh, type of night, although the weather's warming up a bit. The Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. What's up, Cam? What's happening, Morenci? Just getting ready uh, for these uh, second wave of games tonight. Hopefully uh, things go well. Uh, you know, I, what, what can you say, buddy? It's just one of these things. Uh, March Madness uh, creates happiness and creates sadness. It's a barrel of emotions. It does for the, it does for the uh, the players that are on the court and uh, people that are betting on this stuff as well. <laughs> True. Yeah, they call it March Madness for nothing. It makes you mad, and sometimes sad. Listen, it's been uh, it's been a hell of a run for the Michigan basketball over the last couple of years. Everything touched, uh, beeline turned to gold. Um, but, um, you know, here here we are. Here we are. We got our ass handed to us. Good call. Good call, Cam, on Texas Tech last night. And Virginia survives. Barely. Uh, Virginia, yeah, Virginia's Virginia got problems, though. Like, they're, they're, they're a one seed, but, like, they've been hanging on with smoke and mirrors. Maybe it's a good situation that they're playing Purdue. Is it a good matchup for them? And sometimes it's, like, horses for courses and – the Oregon matchup uh, didn't really look great with them, Gabe. They rely on the three ball. Our boy Guy was really cold last night. They are a good team, but they just, you talked about it before. I'm really worried about their explosiveness. If they need to score 75 points to win a game, I'm not sure they can. I, I, they can lock you down with defense. I just really question their offense. If they can get one more win versus Purdue, I'm thinking about uh, the hedge situation, how much I can get out of this, because I don't think they're going to win the national championship. I'm praying they do, but I don't know. I think Texas Tech has a better chance than them. Well, I'll tell you what, I think I think both underdogs are very live tomorrow. They're very tricky games. Uh, I think both are. underdogs are live, man. You talk about the matchup. Cam, I tell you what, I think, to me, Virginia match up better with, like, helter-skelter teams, right? Like, Virginia yep. match up better with Duke and North Carolina and these teams that want to get after it and have a ton of talent and want to run. 
I don't know. Purdue are a pretty freaking smart team. They are. Right? Like, Purdue aren't going to have a problem. And Purdue are everybody's good of a three-point shooting team, as Virginia are. And you're getting points. I mean, you're, you're getting four and a half points with Purdue against Virginia. And uh, Texas Tech get four against uh, Gonzaga. But we got games to try to pick winners on uh, tonight. We'll do our best. We got a full house uh, once again. Babano is going to step Babano. up and in. Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Babano, as he does every Friday. Steve Merrill back in the rotation uh, this week. Merrill will even touch on a little NASCAR uh, with Merrill. Uh, wager talk. Kyle Anthony is going to join us. We've got UFC Philadelphia. Speaking of Philadelphia, big man will step up and in with uh, quick thoughts on tomorrow's games. we got Houston and Kentucky on top tonight. Virginia Tech and Duke. LSU, Michigan State and of course Auburn and North Carolina. Let's roll. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast and remember if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show and thanks for listening. Let's roll. Game time decisions. Red Heat Rage uh, Radio. Fantasy Sports uh, Radio Network. iHeartRadio. Uh, now on YouTube uh, as well. We appreciate uh, you joining us as people are just uh, filing in on this uh, this Friday afternoon. It's uh, Sweet 16. Although it wasn't nothing sweet about it for the uh, for the uh, the Michigan Wolverines uh, last night. But whatever, man. We already did the morning after is sort of the morning after. We already did the... Uh, We've already done the autopsy, but I think I said it best uh, this morning. I'll pop myself on the back, guys. Um, Michigan, Michigan last night, you know the expression, you know, you brought a knife to a gunfight. Cam, last night, like Michigan, they brought like a tennis racket to a gunfight. Yeah, like they, they were like Jim Cornette. <laughs> like they were like basically they had a tennis racket. Shuttle, shuttlecocks. No, no, gosh, it's like we said the Michigan tennis team that, like, are pretty good at the JV basketball pickup league. And Texas Tech were, like, UFC fighters. They were frothing at the mouth. They were all roided up. And, like, like I, I said it last night during the game. I said, so if it's like the UFC, it's like we, we kept getting taken down. Because Texas Tech really didn't do anything. But, we, you know, we're, we're one for 19 for three. But let's bring Steve Maryland right now and not live in the past. Let's uh, move forward. Look at tonight's uh, games. Steve Merrill covers experts.com, prosportsinfo.com. What's up, Steve? Hey Gabe, I was always a WWF guy, but um, a bunch of my friends were, you know, the other, the other, the NWA and whatnot. I never understood why did Cornette have a tennis racket? It was just a shtick. No, not yeah, really. He, like it he, wasn't he, anything. I, he used to hit people with it and stuff, but you could think I of know, a better but he weapon. Did, I know, but he didn't have like a headband or anything. Like it would make sense if he was like a, a he was a tennis yeah, guy with a tracksuit. That's true. And he, he, like he, a suit. You're right. He'd wear a suit. Like an old a, man. Like a tennis yeah, racket. Like an old man in Florida, like with the gold chains and stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, hey, get out cool. of my way, you know, and start hitting you. <laughs> it's a good point. Why do I mean, you a baseball a bat racket? makes more sense. I guess a baseball bat would have actually hurt where the tennis racket maybe didn't really hurt. That's all I can yeah. figure. Yeah, baseball bats are always good. Remember Sting used to come in <laughs> with the, ba- the black baseball bat? <laughs> Probably made of, like, rubber. Um, nevertheless, just like Michigan were last night. All right, let's get into tonight's game. So what do you think, Steve? Uh, 
Houston, Houston and Kentucky to me is like that. That's that's going to be the close one tonight. Now, listen, I'm not always right uh, about these uh, these matchups, but when I look at these games, I think Michigan State's too much for LSU. I think North Carolina is going to get it done against Auburn. I don't like playing points generally, but I uh, I think they both cover. Duke, Virginia Tech, I'm a little bit, eh, I'm on both sides of, actually. So you're in Virginia, Steve. What's your feel? Virginia Tech and Duke, plus seven right now. Hope yeah, it's 142 and a half. Yeah, and the game's in Washington, D.C. So, you know, both teams would have Ooh, had a yeah. strong home court advantage, and I think that'll be kind of negated here in D.C. tonight. Uh, Tech obviously knows Duke well. I also like the fact that they played a slow pace. That's the key against Duke. They want more up-tempo. Um, so yeah, you know, Duke got their scare last week. We saw that back in 94. Remember when UCLA tied to Sydney, one of the buzzer they, in the second round, they went all the way on to win the whole thing. So we do often see teams that barely escape like Duke did against central Florida do turn it on and win the whole thing. Um, but I think tech can keep this one close, especially if they can kind of ugly it up and slow it down. I think the under is probably correlated to Virginia tech as the underdog as well. They beat them the last two times they played them cam too. You know, Virginia yeah. tech they only played once, once a year. So, uh, they played once this year and once last year. So Zion Williamson obviously didn't play in either game, but Virginia Tech take the court, not intimidated. They beat them That's the last correct. two times they played. Them. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I was going to say, Steve, uh, looking at Auburn, North Carolina, and Gabe and I were joking about yesterday with Bruce Pearl, take the over. It's kind of funny. People did take the over, and I guess the Sharps came back on the under because uh, when I did my update, a buck sixty-four down to a buck sixty-three and a half, still a high total. Gabe needs UNC, Auburn. These guys are going to chuck threes. This is the ultimate track meet game, Gabe. Uh, uh, Steve, what do you think about uh, the side and total in Auburn, North Carolina? I kind of think Auburn might be able to hang around. Maybe North Carolina squeaks it out. And not sure about the total with that number that high, but it should be run and gun. Yeah, I think the line's a bit high, Cam. Uh, my power ratings favor North Carolina by four in this game. It's currently five and a half. So I do think there's some line value with Auburn. Um, I am concerned, though, that they regress after that big win against Kansas. Uh, Kansas was a very inconsistent team, especially on the road this year. I think they're taking a substantial step up in class. Keep in mind, Auburn had to play extra games in the SEC tournament right before that. So I think UNC is going to be the fresher team. Even though they've been off for five days here, um, I still feel like Carolina is a fresher team. If they push the pace and play up-tempo, um, I think I could see Auburn wearing down in the second half. But I do think the line is inflated. I do think there's about a point and a half of value with Auburn at plus five and a half. The totals come down. Bruce yep. Pearl, Bruce Pearl said uh, to take the over, and it skyrocketed up to about 165 uh, or so. Um, people have uh, chipped it back down to 163 and a half. What's your take on the total here, Steve? Yeah, it was interesting. It opened as low as 160 in a few spots. Most spots opened around 163, as you said, Gabe. It went up to 165 this morning. It's now, or yesterday, a couple days ago when that came out, and now it's back down to that 164, 63 and a half range. Um, once again, I think both teams are willing to play fast. We know UNC wants to play fast. And, you know, if Pearl said that, you almost wonder if it's a little bit of reverse psychology. Maybe he's going to really try to slow the game down to a crawl. So <laughs> I'm going to probably stay away from the turtle. It'd be very interesting to see how it plays out, though. No, I don't think he will. I think they're going to bomb away. But the question is, will they go on? Are they going to hit their shots? <laughs> I mean, yes. I mean, this number, this number, this total is pretty much set on the fact that that Auburn are going to hit you know, 17, 21, three-point shots like they did uh, last weekend. I mean, that was unbelievable. Uh, that was unbelievable last weekend against Kansas. Everything they shot went in. That was last Saturday. It's been six days. They haven't played in six days. So, you know, you can cool off in six days, and you have no idea whether your shots are going to go in or not. 
the total is tricky to me, but, you know, I haven't met an over I didn't like. So let's go over the number at 163 and a half right now. Totals 133 and a half in this Houston and uh, Kentucky game. And I think this is the one that's going to be the, the entertaining. Like uh, Auburn and North Carolina is going to be fun. But uh, Houston and Kentucky, I think high drama comes down to the wire. Whoever has the ball last wins. We saw last year Houston got eliminated by Michigan uh, at the buzzer. Uh, Steve, Houston are a good basketball team. Uh, they're plus two right now. What, what do you make of this one? Yeah, my two sleepers um, going into the tournament, actually the three teams I like, Virginia defensively is always great, but my two long-shot sleepers I told my clients were both Houston and Texas Tech, um, anywhere from 22-1, to 1, and Houston was as high as 40-1 to 1, uh, for the national title. And the reason I liked both of them as sleepers is the same reason Butler made those back-to-back runs you know, about seven, eight years ago, good defense. Uh, we saw what Texas Tech did last night to Michigan. Um, we saw what they did to Buffalo the game before. Houston quietly one of the best defensive teams in the country that nobody talks about. 61 points a game, 36.5% shooting is all they allow. They basically are impossible from three-point range. Now, Kentucky does not take many threes. They take less threes than most teams in the tournament, uh, so they will look to score down low. But Houston's been pretty strong down low as well. Um, I think this game goes down to the wire, and this is a Houston team that's 33-3 and straight up on the season, and it still seems to not be getting a ton of respect. And won't be intimidated by the Kentucky Wildcats. We saw, we saw last night, um, you know, at Tennessee, the kids showed a ton of heart. Uh, but they sure you know, did. Rick, Rick Barnes, bizarre timeout late. You're better off just taking a shot. I mean, I don't know what the hell they were exactly. doing. It's like, it's like bunting. It's like, bun- it's like not taking a Hail Mary at the end of regulation or something. It's just it was stupid. But, you know, the, the SEC, they're very athletic. And it's been a nice season for them. Yet I think the the smartness and the the sort of basketball IQ and tightness of some of these other teams we saw last night was a difference uh, with Purdue. And watching Kentucky guys last week, and I was on Kentucky against Wofford, but watching Kentucky uh, against Wofford last week, you saw the erraticness and the poor shooting uh, of Kentucky. They're very athletic, and they have a bunch of blue chippers, but they're also very raw. Uh, You know, Tyler Hero's good, but... I'm not losing sleep uh, over them, um, you know, killing me for th- from three. I think Houston can win this game, guys. I, I really do. You know, Gabe, something I want to point out also is I had Wofford, by the way, and that was a tough loss. I mean, they're down by two yeah. with the ball with half a minute to go getting five and a half. Not screwed. But, look, Kentucky's, <laughs> yeah. Kentucky's been a favorite of about six or less, about five or six times over the last two months. They've only covered once in that situation. So basically what I'm saying is when they've been in competitively priced games the past couple months, they have not been very good against the spread. And this game, I once again think, goes down to the wire and two, two-and-a-half-point line kind of says that. Steve Merrill. Yeah, I was going to ask, Gabe, before we get into the, the other games in the NASCAR uh, for the Elite Eight uh, moving forward, we didn't really talk we about got, LSU. We got and, about what? We got about oh, we one, got minute, one minute. So. A quick opinion on LSU and Michigan State there, Steve. We haven't really talked about that game. Uh, Michigan State, 6-149. Yeah, my power ratings make Michigan State six and a half, so I think the line's pretty much spot on. Uh, difficult match got, matchup for LSU, a huge step up in class after the first two games. Uh, Tom Izzo, one of the most profitable coaches in the NCAA tournament. I'm not a Michigan State fan, but you got to give credit where credit's due. So speaking of credit, uh, Kyle Busch is just owning things, uh, Steve. Uh, the music, we're on the way out, but uh, what are we doing this week? Uh, NASCAR, Texas Motor Speedway. The O'Reilly Auto Park, yeah, 500. Yeah, basically, guys, if he doesn't win the race before, like last week, third place, you almost have to look to play him the next week. He's on a mission. Kyle Bush.
Bush. Arrow. Yeah, it's Bush and Bush. GoSportsInfo.com. <laughs> head for the head. What is it? Head for the hills. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Fantasy Sports, the radio network, iHeartRadio. I am Gabriel Morenzi, throwing it down to Raging Redhead. Cab Stewart. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. O'Reilly. Oh, oh. Auto we wanna, Parts. We want to thank the good people at O'Reilly Auto Parts uh, for uh, sponsoring really the program. Wish, I really wish well we had as, an uh, O'Reilly in my neighborhood. I need a lot of parts. I'd like to see them because I'm getting fleeced at my joint. You need a lot of things, buddy. <laughs> sure do. Sure do. Auto parts being one of them. Auto parts being one of them. <laughs> and uh, O'Reilly, O'Reilly Auto Parts uh, sponsoring the uh, the NASCAR race uh, this weekend in Texas, Texas uh, Motor Speedway. So um, yeah, we got uh, we got basketball uh, on the board uh, here this evening, and then we got Elite Eight as um, we'll break down uh, these games. I'm pretty much locked in. I know what I'm doing. Last night uh, was sort of hit or miss. I got caught up in my fandom. And uh, just sort of also when you battle with an account back and forth and it's a tug of war for three weeks, at some point I had to say, all right, let's just roll it. And, uh, you know, I didn't think Texas Tech was going to kick the crap out of Michigan uh, like they did last night. But, hey, it is what it is. And now I'm a Tar Heel fan pulling for the uh, the Tar Heels and hoping to cash this $1,500 ticket on uh, North Carolina, uh, North Carolina future uh, here. But we got baseball on top, uh, NHL hockey, a lot of stuff to lay it down on, Cam. Yeah, you're right, too. And uh, the golf, just an update, too, Gabe. Uh, just uh, if you didn't hear the update, it's going to be great tomorrow. Tiger Woods uh, actually winning his group. He took out uh, Cantlay. He's battling Rory McIlroy tomorrow morning. So that's what the networks wanted. That's what they get. Tiger Wood advancing. So a lot of heavyweights, uh, a few wow. of them at least are moving through, and he always helps the ratings. So And the what last like? time he uh, Rory, the last time Tiger went, made it to the Sweet 16, he won, but that was 2008. So kind of like Mark Lawrence, you can look at the, da- the golf database, but uh, – I look at Rory McIlroy's current form. He's been top five in every single tournament, won a couple weeks ago. No offense to Tiger. Rory's just a a better player. But one thing we've seen before, when Rory battled Tiger in the Tour Championship, I remember he bowed down to him and basically let him win. Uh, It was very mysterious, but we'll see what happens because a lot of these guys, uh, you know, Tiger's kind of like the golfing god. We'll see. He shouldn't be intimidated, but uh, like even Cantlay at the end, like he didn't even make Tiger hit like a, a, a big long putt. It's just, yeah, yeah, I concede type of thing. You know what I mean? But he would have lost anyway. But I find these guys are very, very nice to Tiger when it comes to, you know, making him putt a five foot or whatever. A lot of the time they just say, yeah, take it, take it. But, you know, a- anyway, it's time for Rory to, if he wants to be the villain in this matchup, step on his throat. Like he, he should win the match. There's no, there's no, uh, He's so much better. He's younger. He hits the ball way further. He's got every part of his game that says he should win. I'm curious to see what the number is going to be 
Yeah, they ha- they have to wait for these things to finish to to post yeah, the number. But yeah, once, yeah. once it once it's out there, I'll I'll get it right to you. But I would I'll I would look. assume I would say Rory minus sixty five. You think it'll be that high? Despite the yeah, fact Tiger, it's Tiger Woods. Uh, he's king public. Everyone loves to bet on Tiger. Good, let them. I, I hope the line's a buck forty then, so I'm gonna smash Rory McIlroy then. They can bet Tiger all they want. This guy's three and zero in this event. He hasn't even been one guy hasn't even got close to him yet. He's been absolutely fantastic. So you know what? Hey, if Tiger wins, we'll give him a lot of credit, Gabe. He looks better, but it's also a big long grind. This is the third day of five days and. McElroy's just one of those guys. He can beat Tiger to death. You no, know, we never said this before. Rory McElroy can beat Tiger to death with his length. He'll like he just smokes the ball. Like I don't know how he how he gets the, those drives for his for his size, but man, he smokes it. Like Tiger Woods is in big trouble. He'll have to hit every single shot to beat McElroy tomorrow, and I don't think he can. I saw that shot that Tiger Woods made uh, well, the, from, from the bush. From his, Amazing. Yeah, yeah. That was awesome. Could you believe that? That's with the toe of his club too. Like. You could yeah. do that shot a thousand times, Marenzi, and do that once. Like even Snedeker said, he goes, I didn't know what the hell he was doing. Like I thought he was joking. He was even going to try to attempt it. Then I see the ball. It's inside five feet. <laughs> Tiger Woods, you got to hand it to him, man. When it comes to trick when shots I, and stuff, amazing. Yeah, when I saw him, when I saw him doing it, I was like, uh, I was like, wow, I don't know. I guess maybe. Like I just figured he would make contact and it would just sort of. Yeah, go sideways. Yeah, yeah it, would sort of, it would come out, just sort of fizzle out or whatever, like you see. But, but no, no, it, man, it was like a couple of feet from the pin, ten feet from the pin or whatever. He holes out from eighty yards. Got to give the guy credit. You know, he's, he's playing some good golf uh, yes. right now. We'll find out a lot about Rory McIlroy though right now going into the Masters camp. If uh, Rory's in peak form, he should be able to beat Tiger Woods. You're right, you know, Gabe. He's, and another, he's, he's and younger. He's yep. he's better. He's like right now. Like, honestly, like, if I – this is dangerous for Rory, in my opinion. You know, if Tiger Woods beats you down, scratch Rory from the uh, the Masters, bro. I, I don't think I will. Head. And I don't think I will, though, because the reason uh, Rory couldn't win the Masters before is he couldn't hit, he couldn't hit those right-to-left right to shots, Gabe. Now, everything that he's worked on this year, I've watched every tournament this year, he has all the shots in the bag now. The only thing that's holding him back, his putting. Sometimes he gets like a little bit erratic with the putter. Other than that, his ball striking is bar none the best that I've ever seen Rory McIlroy, and he's been on tour for a while. Like guys are talking about it out there. He looks like the old Rory. So I still think he has a chance in the Masters. The problem is we're only going to get him at 12 to 1, maybe like 10 to 1. It's not enough for me when there's a lot of other guys that can win the tournament too. There's another tournament uh, going on that we. Uh... We talked about uh, last week the ultimate fast food and fast casual yeah. restaurant bracket. Great tournament. Um, we're on into the the second round uh, right now, and uh, just just for the record, to uh, to get people caught up to date since we talked about uh, we talked about it a lot last week. Uh, I see uh, KFC has advanced into the second round. Uh, Cam, we're taking on raising raising canes. Interesting. Chicken versus, uh, isn't Raisin Cane's a chicken place too? Is it poultry versus poultry? Yes. Yeah, interesting. But the, sorry, Raisin Cane's. It's the foul bowl. Yeah, it's the foul bowl. The foul bowl, yeah. It's I, a bowl. I, 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 still, I still like KFC there, Gabe. You know how I feel about the, the Colonel. 
Uh, I, actually, the more I'm thinking about it and talking about it, you're making me hungry. Hungry. I haven't gone there. I got coupons on my table that are it's burning too early a hole to through talk it. About this. I know. Like every time we yeah. talk about this stuff, I like how they have uh, Shake Shack versus uh, Steak and Shake because I always oh, yeah. confuse the two of them. <laughs> Kind of like uh, Virginia Tech and Duke. It's, it's like two ACC schools. We got two uh, malt shake places going up against each other. That's the second round. A lot of similarities. He's a uh, chicken versus chicken, shakes versus shakes. Let's do it. We got Wendy's versus Checkers. That's a one time. Oh, oh come on. Really? <laughs> checkers, I told you. You got to eat is their mogo. It's not like, hey, the food's great. It's like, you got to eat. Like, I've been to Checkers before. Checkers is a great place when you got $3 in your pocket. You can get, you know, a burger or two. But in comparison, it doesn't deal with Wendy's. Wendy's has got smoothies. It's got everything. they got so many. Their chicken tenders are on. Uh, their Wendy's nuggets has game a good, has been uh, improved. Value, value menu. Yes, it does. Even their, their, their like, Caesar's good. Wendy's, it, it destroys Checkers. It, they cover the 24-point spread. Blow them out of the building. Uh, we got Pizza Hut versus Bojangles. Four to five seed uh, meeting up and five guys versus Zachby's. You a five guys guy? <laughs> Too expensive. But I oh, will say right. this: yeah. Is Bojangles the five? I love Bojangles. I'm going to tell you, man. Bojangles is the five seed. Pizza oh. Hut's the four seed. I, and I like Pizza Hut too. A great, great battle. But I'll take the five seed Bojangles. Best morning biscuits in the world, Gabe. I know you like a freshly cooked, fluffy, soft biscuit. Nobody does it like Bojangles. When my buddy lived in Atlanta and I went down there to visit him, I couldn't stop eating at Bojangles. I was addicted to it. One of my favorite fast food places. I love Bojangles chicken and biscuits. Shocking upset. Speaking of uh, which, I'm surprised. Arby's is a three seed. Arby's, uh, Arby's is a three seed. Dairy Queen, the 11 seed. And uh, I would I would choose Dairy Queen. Dairy, Dairy I gotta Queen, be honest with you too. I, I, I I'm with you, Gabe. That's our big upset. Like, uh, what do we got? Like, is Dairy Queen our Oregon Duck? Because uh, I I gotta take Dairy Queen. Great great menu. Uh, the burger game has been improved. I love the blizzards. Uh, everything about Dairy Queen. They've really really upped their game. The gravy's very delicious. You know. Uh, you said it. What is it? It's not fast food. It's fan food. Dairy it's Queen. The eleven seed. Yeah, fan food. Fantastic. All right. Uh, listen, we got uh, we got a bunch of guests coming up. So let's say we got Big Cat, I believe, right now. It's going to be a quick call, but that's the Big way we got to roll. Otherwise, he stays on hold, and I'm Big sure he'd Cat. rather get on now. What you got for us, Big Cat? Hey, guys. Uh, getting ready for another exciting night of college basketball tonight. Uh, I wanted to thank you guys for the uh, – played the uh, Michigan, Michigan game under as well as the Gonzaga game under on that uh, – on that uh, sidelines uh, tip that you gave out yesterday, did you guys follow through with that as well? well yeah, well, the picks, totals picks, were good. Picks. Yeah, yeah, slick, slick picks. picks. That's all us. slick picks. Yep, he, he gave should it be to hosting us. the show. Yep, uh, Gabe and Cam, you're canned. Slick picks, you're the, na- thanks, you're the man. Thanks thanks for crediting <laughs> me and Cam, though, for that. Yes, yeah, we thanks, appreciate Big that. Cat. You always got our back. Thank you. Yeah, I think I'll play the total I think tonight's going to be a chalky night. I think North Carolina is going to win by 8-12. to I think Duke's going to win by double digits. Anyways, my three-game parlay for tonight, Minnesota, Golden State under 228.5. Golden State shooting 45% in their last game with the game still going under against Minnesota. Uh, North Carolina minus 5.5, and, and I'm going to tie that in with Detroit on the NHL board as I think Jersey's uh, pretty much factor in for the year. Detroit got it done for us last night. Big pooch. Again, Red Wings are hot. Good stuff. They got made a way to go. Yeah, you guys have a good day. Thank you. You too.
got love those six sport parlay. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Auto Parts. Level two. We'll see Mabano step up in it. We got Kyle Anthony at level three. Wagertalk.com. We got talks of UFC. UFC Philadelphia, actually, uh, this uh, Saturday. It's hard to keep up, man. And I follow uh, the UFC, and it's hard to keep up with as many cards as there is. Well, basically, there's a card every week uh, right now. I never know where they are, though. Yeah, I never know where they are, so I'm always like, where, where is it this week? It's like, oh, they're in Philadelphia this week. Wells Fargo. Um, it's not a great card, but uh, there's a couple couple of spots. It's going to be a violent card, actually. It's There's like very, there's a lot of violent fighters on the card. But uh, let's send it to Philadelphia. Big man on campus uh, joins us, talk uh, some Sweet 16, but uh, more so Elite 8 as we hit the Sweet 16 uh, yesterday. What's going on, big man? Doing well, guys. How are you? I could be. I'd be doing better if. Uh, doing all right. I'd be doing better if uh, Tennessee didn't call timeout with 1.7 seconds left, and somehow they hit a dramatic uh, miracle, miracle buzzer beater. But uh, we hit the over in that game. The Michigan game was uh, was disappointing from a fan standpoint. Uh, just how um, how much they got dominated and just they they, they their will was broken uh, last night. Uh, but whatever, as I stated earlier, we're looking at today's games and we'll get into tomorrow's. But uh, LSU and Michigan State's the first game off the board right now. Michigan State lay six. The totals 149. It's been a nice run for the SEC, big man. But I think the SEC's uh, run comes to an end. In fact, it wouldn't surprise me if all three. Uh, I think all three SEC teams are going to lose tonight. But it's ballsy to do it because. Are all are they really all going to lose tonight? But I think they can, and LSU's not beating Michigan State tonight. Yeah, you know, I I, I hate, you know, Gabe, you and I generally agree on things, and, and you know, I, I respect your opinion a lot, but I disagree here. I think they can win, and I, I think Michigan State's really good, and I'm not going to knock what they do, and I do worry about the head coaching advantage here, but, you know, I look at LSU, and I continue to say to myself, well, well, they just keep answering the bell every every time. And, and I don't need them to win. I just need them to hang around. And I think offensively, I think they're going to have success. I think they're stronger and more athletic and, and faster than Michigan State. And I think depth-wise, Michigan State has some questions. I mean, can Matt McQuaid really continue to shoot the way he has? And, you know, I, I know that, you know, Tremont Waters is going to give me something. I think the bigs are, are better than anything Michigan State has. I think if they can just not turn the ball over to high level, they're going to hang around in the game. I think they're too good. I, I'll continue to ride kind of a team right now that I think is maybe destined for something. I mean, they had the player murdered in the offseason, and they've all this controversy, and they've still answered the bell every single time. I think this is too many points. I'll, I'll take them here. 
And trust me, it pains me to take Michigan State. I hate them. So I, I, yeah. I don't like I don't like betting on them. I'd rather cheer for LSU, uh, to be honest. But I think Michigan State, they're they're you know you you watch them and you're like, wow, they're good, but they're not they're not great. But they're a good rebounding team. You, you know, listen, LSU are very athletic and they've got good big men. Um, I think athletically they totally match up and they're probably even more athletic than Michigan State are. But you mentioned the coaching. And this is this is a pretty good Michigan State team. Like this 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 Sparty team can score. We've seen like a lot of these SEC teams. They can't play defense, right? Like they they can't yeah. play defense. And I think That's Michigan concerned. State's going to get a lot of easy points tonight. I hate laying six points though. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a money line parlay, but I do think Michigan State are going to cover the number. Cam? Yeah, I, I uh, think they're too. I'm, I don't know. I I'm think torn. LSU just seems to hang around. But go ahead, Cam. Sorry. No, no, it's just this game intrigues me because I like the angle of, you know, a rallying around a coach that got in trouble when other coaches should have been in trouble. You talked about the death of a player. I like the way LSU is playing. I think they're being disrespected. But to Gabe's point, I think this Michigan State team is good. I think it's a good number by the book. I thought, you know, Michigan State would have maybe seven, six and a half, seven, but at six, it kind of makes you think, even if it's tight at the end of the game, you get those damn fouls at the end. I'm looking at the total, though, 149 and a half. Gabe, you know, we hit our totals last night very successfully over in the Tennessee game, under in the Gonzaga game. The totals were very good. Uh, I think we can get there. I, I could see, like, 149 in this game. LSU, I think both teams can score big, man. I think I might attack this game with the total rather than the side to do something different than I usually do. Yeah, I mean, I think LSU is always going to want to run and go quick. I think the only word I have is Michigan State is really slowing it down and being very monotonous. But, yeah, I mean, this kind of looks to me like 80-74, something like that. I could see that, sure. That's over. Uh, <laughs> get Yeah, 100, 149. 149 is the total uh, right now. LSU in this tournament. Um, they've got um, LSU in the tournament. Both games, uh, they play to the under. They had 157, and it went under. They got to uh, 153, and they had 147 against Maryland. And That's 149. They, they, yeah, they only got to 136, guys. Uh, Michigan State went over barely against Bradley, 76-65. Well, 141, the total is 134.5. And then the Minnesota game had stayed under the number. I'd be careful with this. And listen, Cam, you know, you've been on fire this week, buddy, so <coughs> excuse me, I'm not going to tell you what to do. But I'd be careful with the total here. <coughs> like if LSU yeah. get, you know, I think it, I think if, look, like, look, at Michigan State beat. Um, they would it, it yeah. wouldn't surprise me if the score was like 75-65 in the, I, the I same understand. range it was in the Bradley game. But Gabe, we're getting the good news is with those unders before we're getting the good side of the number. And you guys know college basketball. Bradley plays like that more of a style where they want to clamp down and stuff. I think LSU. They're, they're thinking they have the athletes to score. And now, because of the early unders, we get a bit better of a number. Like, getting over 149, I think we could do. But you're right, Gabe. I'm going to tread lightly, and things have been going good. i, I got to be real careful with the game I attack tonight. But it, it's a, I think both of them. Just for the record, look at this game, teams, it's tough, big man. Both side and total. Real quick, I mean, both these teams actually do go pretty quick. I mean, LSU goes real quick. But the Michigan State, surprisingly, is actually – I think 101 in possession length, which is pretty good. I mean, a 352, that's quite fast. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's interesting, but I could see Gabe's point where they just really clamp down. If they clamp down, I think if you like LSU, the game goes over. 
if you like, uh, you know, Michigan State, you probably think it goes under. Yeah, I, I'll agree with that. And and people are talking about the same correlated situation with the Auburn and the North Carolina game uh, tonight here, mm. in which if you like Auburn, it's going to have to go over. I mean, that that's the thought process that sure. if you like, you know, that if Auburn, if you like Auburn, Auburn's going to have to be hitting their shots. Yet, you know, we we spoke to Drew Martin yesterday, and he raised a good point that North Carolina could put up a significant number against Auburn. I mean, they big man. Yeah. What do you think North Carolina gets to? Like, it wouldn't shock me if they scored 92 points tonight. 88, 92. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I th- They're going to have to if it's going to go over. Game. I'll tell you that much. It's a, it's a high total. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, offensively, they're very good. And Auburn's the worst defense in the tournament by a wide margin. I mean, as far as even the last 25 teams, they're a bad defensive team. Yeah, I would say I think they press 85 probably. I think they're a pretty bad matchup for Auburn. I mean, Auburn's so, dom- so dependent on threes. I mean, and that really is going to camper the total. I mean, you're really banking on is Auburn's going to make their threes. If they do, the game goes over and they probably cover. And if they don't, they could get run out and only score 65 points. I, I just I don't really want to bank on just one thing, especially with how long UNC is at times. And I, I just I don't really want to bank on one little thing. And Auburn's really dependent on threes. And I just I don't really like that, that tonic here. North Carolina averaged 86 points a game. They give up 72.5. So, you know, they, they, they allow you to get into the 70s. Auburn are scoring 79.8 points per game and uh, giving up 68.5. Uh, Auburn 20 and 16 to the over on the year. And ironically enough, North Carolina is 20 and 15 to the under. In this tournament, both Auburn games went over the number. In fact, uh, sailed over the number in both games. And both North Carolina games uh, went under uh, the number. It just sort of reminds me, big man. Look, it's like when they play North Carolina. Like, you look at when when, when North Carolina plays Duke, the total is the same every damn time. It's this number, 163 and a half, 165, 164. And it's gone under six of the last seven times. So North Carolina have played to some unders in big games before. That's the that's the issue here. I think it's like eighty seven seventy five. Anytime a coach comes out and literally says the game's going to be high score and take the over, you know that kind of. I I just hate that kind of stuff. I, the whole world's on the over here. I mean eighty two eighty is a loser here, guys. I, I just I, know. I can't bet a total yeah. this high. I, I think they could push eighty five, but. I don't think Auburn's going to hit 80. I, I'm even I thinking think 87, 75. I kind of like yeah, the over, but I'm, it wouldn't surprise me if North Carolina won this game, Cam, 82 to 70. I'm going to be you, Gabe. A lot of, lot of Eat a real clean yeah. ride. A real clean ride. And I don't know I if you're going to get it. I never I get a clean ride. No, you don't. Your, your horse always gets bumped in the gate. I know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough. It's a tough game, man. I I, I, I prefer under. I don't want to. I don't want to be thinking we have to get into the mid 80s, guys, to to win a bet. And and if anything goes wrong, if Auburn, just, to, to big man's points, if Auburn game goes cold from three, <laughs> good luck with that. Like you know what I mean? And then and they'll just keep on jacking and jacking. You saw at the end well, of that Florida State it, game. Hmm? Why don't you just lay the points? Yeah, I don't well, know. I am. Well, I already have North Carolina on a future I mean, we here know. too. But I am I am yeah. going to play North Carolina today. I think North Carolina win the game. Like I'm not going to say easily, but I also said the same thing about Michigan last night. This is a different scenario, obviously. 
But I do think Auburn yeah. hit a wall here, and North Carolina are just much better than they are. All right, we've only got a couple of minutes here. So uh, quickly, big man, tomorrow's games, Purdue and Virginia, Texas Tech and Gonzaga. I got to tell you, man, it seems to me that both underdogs match up very well. Um, like Purdue, Virginia is just going to have their hands full with everyone, it seems. And I think Virginia do better against teams that want to play fast. I think Purdue can match up uh, with them. They've got the size. They can shoot. And then you got Texas Tech and Gonzaga. And, man, this can, this Texas Tech team, man, these guys don't play around, man. They're like uh, UFC fighters on, on a basketball court. What's your early uh, opinions on these two games tomorrow? Yeah, my my early thoughts are I think Virginia had major issues. I mean, that I, Kyle Guy's been, been awful. Terrible. I mean, terrible. He's been hard to watch. I think offensively they're really having issues right now and only a day to prepare. Purdue's really good. I mean, that offense, we talked about yesterday, they're real good. And we've seen, you know, Virginia struggle at times against some of these really good offenses. The other game, I like both teams. I'm going to have a real tough time with that one. I have both with futures. I just get a feeling Gonzaga finds a way and gets a job here. Texas Tech's eventually going to have to score some points and, I just don't know if they can do that consistently. I think Gonzaga's front line is going to give Texas Tech a lot of problems. I think where that's a huge advantage. That could have worked last night, but tomorrow night you have two of the best bigs in the country. I don't think Texas Tech really cut out to guard those guys. I think this is where it all ends for Texas Tech. I'd be more interested in laying the points with Gonzaga as opposed to the other game. But it's early. still have to look into these games. But I'm liking Gonzaga a little bit. I'm starting to get to the point where I think Hachimura and Clark just have – Kind of a field day because I don't think go to Yase and those guys can guard those two. And last night, both the games went under in Los Angeles, and we got a call from a very sharp gambler uh, who said uh, take uh, both unders in in the Los Angeles uh, bracket here out west, not because even of the games, but because of the court and the sight lines. And you know, we mm-hmm. thought it was strange at the Honda Center, but he said it was the same thing with the Big West. And you saw, man, there was good defense last night, but those rims. Real yeah. killer. And you got 137 in Texas Tech and Gonzaga. It opened at 139 and a half. Quickly bent down to a buck 37. You can find Big Man on campus at Jeff Daydu on Twitter. Thanks, Big Man. Later, Big Man. Thanks, fellas. Talk to you next week. Cool. Game time. It's ready. Great radio continues. Lebano on the radar. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. This uh, Friday afternoon, Red Heat and Rage, Game Time Decisions, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Gabriel Morenzi. Uh, been a busy show so far. We've had Steve Merrill and uh, Big Man on campus uh, with us. Uh, we have Babano coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, the 6 o'clock hour. Of course, we get uh, it's me and Cam. We get our best bets, little DFS, and uh, whatever else uh, we come up with. 
in the final hour of the show. But wagertalk.com's Kyle Anthony uh, will join us, and we'll talk some MMA um, as uh, we've got the UFC Philadelphia. We also have baseball on tap, uh, Cam. And I brought this up, actually. I brought this up a little bit uh, this morning, but you know this. I don't have to tell you. You know, you got to be very, very careful betting favorites in baseball. And we, you know, we always tell, we warn people about that. You know, you're better off laying a run and a half because you lose a Yankee bet at minus 390, man. That's like four, four, four bets. You know, you're down like nearly four units with one, uh, one swing and a bat, so to speak. So last night, the Boston Red Sox camp, big favorites, minus 200. Yep. Against uh, the Seattle Mariners, Chris Sale on the hill, Cy Young, um, Cy Young um, favorite uh, in the American League. They get lit up, and you know, man, there's going to be a lot of people that bet on the Red Sox last night. They're going to go back to the well tonight, just sort of blindly saying there's no way the Red Sox lose to the Mariners again. But yeah, hey, there is a way they could, and the Mariners are now three and zero on the year. Yeah, good, good call, Marenzi. We all know a guy. I knew a guy that did the same thing. Started off with $1,000. You know what? It's a lock. Take the Yankees. It was when they were the Devil Rays. You know the same guy. Loss. Blindly did it again. So he's out a couple thousand. Take that money, whatever I'm down, put it back on them. Lost again. There's no way in hell that the Tampa Bay Devil Rays gets uh, sweep the Yankees. They did. Next thing you know, the guy's out close to 20 grand. It happens uh, in a weekend. And it could happen to you. Don't do it. Don't chase uh, in baseball for sure. I wouldn't be going uh, to look at Boston, even though they're favorites. I'd stay away from that game. Eovaldi on the hill tonight. It's not exactly. It's early in the season. It's not as though it is a lock. Right? You're just sort of blindly thinking, wow, they're better than this game. Cam's update next. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. The news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 Thank you very much, Yank. Yeah, we got lots of news right now. We got uh, golf to update, but let's get to the NCAA March Madness, the big tournament second of the games in the round of 16 going Friday night. Things get going at 7.09 tonight. First game tip-off, number three, LSU. Number two, Michigan State, Sparty Lang, 6-148.5. 7.29, we have number five, Auburn from the SEC against ACC's North Carolina. Tar Heels, five and a half. 164 late session number four virginia tech battles acc rival duke duke still minus seven 142 and a half late game tipping off at 959 we got number three houston battling number two kentucky the wildcats minus two and a half 133 and a half the elite eight games set for saturday we got two of those games ready to rock number three texas tech very impressive versus michigan versus number one gonzaga that tips off at 609 gonzaga four point favorite 137 and at 849 we got number three per taking on number one seed Virginia. The Cavaliers, despite not a great game against Oregon, still four and a half point favorites, 126 tonight. Cal Bakersfield travels to Wisconsin Green Bay. We got Wisconsin Green Bay minus six and a half, 155 and a half for all you degenerates out there that like the small tournaments. Six games in the NBA tonight, Indiana and Boston, Celtics six and a half, 213, Portland. 
They're laying three against Atlanta, 235. Golden State, nine and a half point favorites against Minnesota, 228 and a half. Denver and Oklahoma City, OKC, they're minus three and a half, 219. The Wizards are at Utah. Jazz minus 13, 226. And Charlotte laying two and a half at the Lakers, 229. Final day of group play in the March Madness of golf right now. And after today is done, we'll be whittled down to a field of 16. This action ongoing right now. The big story, Tiger Woods off to the Sweet 16 after beating Patrick Cantlay today to win Group 13. Tiger's going to meet Rory McIlroy in the Sweet 16 Saturday morning. That should be a good one. The last time Tiger Woods advanced to the round of 16, 2008, when he won the event. So Rory, he took out uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick today, finishing 3-0, setting up that match with Tiger. Other match finals today, Henrik Stenson beating Jim Furyk. Stenson onto the Sweet 16. Lucas Beauregard over Matt Wallace. Beauregard, he's in. Ty Hatton <coughs> over Lee Westwood. Hatton advancing to the Sweet 16. And uh, Matt Kuchar and John Rahm, these guys are uh, tied, but Kuchar moves on after that game. Sergio Garcia loses to Patrick Reed, still wins his group. And Louis Oosthuizen beats Tommy Fleetwood, Mark Leishman over Bryson DeChambeau. So right now, let's take a look at what we got going on. Ten guys are through right now. Beauregard, McElroy, Kuchar, Grace, and Lehman on the left bracket. Stenson, Tiger Woods, Hatton, Garcia, and Oosthuizen on the right. Six more spots up for grabs this afternoon. We're also going to take a look at the PGA's Punta Canta Resort Championship, second-round action. Sunjay M leads at minus 10. Three players, one shot off the pace. And, uh, Gabe, very tough day for Tony Romo. We're cheering for him, but now 10 over through 15 holes. Tony Romo is plus 17, 27 shots back. He won't be staying the weekend. Eight games in Major League Baseball tonight. A trio at 7.07. Detroit at Toronto. Jays won 38.5. Boyd versus Shoemaker. Houston laying 140 at Tampa Bay. Total 7. Cole and Morton. Colorado laying a buck 65 at Miami. Total 7. Marquez and Richards at 8.10. St. Louis minus 110 versus Milwaukee. 8.5. Flaherty and Peralta. The rest of the games at 10.05 Eastern. Angels minus 120 against Oakland. 8.5. Hard versus Estrada, Arizona, and the Dodgers. Dodgers great yesterday. They're minus 170 tonight, over under seven. Ray versus Stripling. Boston losing last night. They're minus 145 in Seattle tonight. Total eight. Eovaldi versus Kikuchi. And San Francisco in San Diego. The Padres minus 160, seven and a half. Holland versus Lucchese. Six-pack on the NHL ice tonight. St. Louis minus 20, 220 at the Rangers, five and a half. Nashville versus the Penguins should be a good one there. Penguins minus 136. New Jersey against Red Hot Detroit. Uh, the Wings minus 155 and a half. They did play last night, though. Arizona at Colorado. Avalanche minus 155 and a half. That can have some playoff implications there. Anaheim at Calgary. Flames minus 265. You're over under is six. And Minnesota takes on Vegas. The Golden Knights laying 190, total five and a half. We got tennis scores. John Isner back in the Miami Open final after a 7-6, 7-6, 7-4 victory over 18-year-old Canadian qualifier Felix Auger-Alassimi. Federer versus Shapovalov tonight and the other semifinal should be a good one. Stay tuned, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart. We got Bobano joining me and Gabe Morenci on Red Heat and Rage to talk more hockey, basketball games, baseball, and the whole board. Gabe's got his buddy coming on. Hey, we're talking MMA too. Best bets, DFS, and a whole lot more. Stick around. Red before. Heat and Rage. Well, you never met him? Oh, okay. I've never spoken to the guy buddy. before. <laughs> well, we'll speak to him for our first huh. time. Stick he's around, everybody. Talk, so he's our buddy. Yeah, he is our buddy. Anybody who makes bets with us and talks gambling on the show is our buddy. Stick around, everybody. Hello, More red, red Heat and Rage. You got it. Coming up next, Morency. All you have to decide 
is what to do with the time that is given to you. Game Time Decisions. Level 2. Game time decisions continues. The countdown is on. Most are two hours and four minutes away. As it's a 5.05 Eastern time uh, right now. 2.05 uh, Pacific. And uh, first first uh, tip-off, first, uh, first game starts 7.09 Michigan State and um, LSU. And uh, we got North Carolina. I'm surprised, actually, that they didn't save North Carolina for a little bit later uh, in the night, uh, Cam. Call. That would have been North the good Carolina night Carolina Auburn. That's the main event. Yeah. Let's be real. I agree. Kentucky Houston is. Uh, That's a fun I like game, the, but I like that game. But I would have put that game off the top with uh, Michigan. You want to kind of get the Michigan State LSU game. I find the Duke game should be in prime time and the North Carolina. Both the ACC game should be at night. Hell, they got three. Of the, uh, they got the one seeds, right? That's a good point. That's a good point. You know, North Carolina. North Carolina is the most popular team out of these teams. Like there's a, you know the, the Tar Heels, Jordan, Duke. the brand, but Duke er Dukers loved and hated. So you're right, Duke. It shows Duke are bigger than the Tar Heels. Zion Williamson, uh, Zion Williamson. In fact, FanDuel just had a tweet. They said, "Who does Zion Williamson remind you of the most? What NBA player?" And I've got quite a few actually uh, that uh, he reminds me of. You know, what he reminds me of a hell of a lot is Chris Webber. We're going back a little way, so younger people don't really know fully Chris Webber. But I'm Podcast telling you, man, Chris Chris Webber, Chris Webber when he played, they're, they're very similar styles, man. Chris Webber used to dunk on everybody. He could pop a jumper. He used to block shots. Uh, Zion's a little chunkier than Webber was. Webber was a little bit more muscular. But in college, Webber had a lot of baby fat, like if you look at him. Um you know, um, another one is Blake Griffin. As far as modern NBA players, he's, he's sort of Blake Griffin-ish. The comparisons to Charles Barkley, um, are, I would say, are justified uh, as well. But uh, I don't have any water here, Cam. And my, my throat's a little dry, but I thought you, you like this. I was choking. Ah, Sierra Mist, asshole. What a deal. Yeah, yeah. You, you want Sprite? We only got Sierra Mist here, asshole. Got some nice, <laughs> some nice... Uh, it's a nice year. I, I, I could use I could use a drink too. I was choking up a choking up a storm there a couple of minutes ago. By the way, Gabe, uh, one of the best bets. I wish we had it offered. The sports books didn't even put it out like wrestling. Tony Romo, if you didn't hear that part of the update, seventeen over right now in the golf tournament. He just wants to go home. Tough, ter- <laughs> t- tough times. If that's the thing, like you talk about taking the next step, and they interviewed him. He goes, listen, like the thing is, he could play every day. But the difference between shooting one good round and doing it day after day after day after day and making cuts, like, that's the one thing about golf. Everyone can have a hero round. Try doing it all the time. Good luck. Nice, uh, nice, uh, nice swig of uh, Sierra Miss. What's their tagline? They don't really have one. No, not really. I call it, you know uh, what their tagline is? It's not Sprite, it's Sierra Mist, asshole. That's the tagline. Hey, asshole. Give me a Sierra Mist. I'm going to go get a beverage, too. Good call. 
Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Baseball season bring out the best of Yanks. Yeah. Focus. Throwing, throwing heat, darts, lasers, lasers. Uh, game time decisions, level two continues. Uh, Fantasy Sports Radio Network, uh, iHeart uh, Radio, now on YouTube, uh, as well as uh, things are uh, clearing up a little bit in New York uh, right now. No baseball uh, tonight uh, in the Bronx. They'll be back at it tomorrow afternoon uh, in the Bronx. Uh, the Mets are off uh, today as well. It's the way they normally do it. Um, it's strange that some teams would play and then they don't, but baseball tradition is generally you, you play the, the you play your home opener, you get a day off, and then the season is at go time. There's no turning yeah. back. And I got to tell you, I hosted a, a Major League Baseball postgame uh, show. It's a bitch. Like, uh, I got to tell you, Cam, it's a grind, bro. <laughs> like, oh, baseball you realize, you realize oh. how little they have off. And you know oh, I me, know. I, I do shows every day, whatever, I'm a machine. But during the course of the season, it's like, holy crap. Like, it, I realize, like, people don't really think about it, but it's the union rule, one day off every 21 days. <laughs> so, yep. like, like, it literally, it's like I used to look, I'm like, holy shit, like, I'm going to be on for, the, like, the next 21 days in a row. And it's all cool in the summer at home games and you're getting yep. the free food and stuff, but... It ain't too fun, Cam, when it's September and you want to be watching football and the Expos are playing the Brewers on September 14th and they're 14 Excellent games point. back. And you're Excellent like, oh, point. God. You're like, oh. this season doesn't end. But you got to do the show still. Hey, guys, Expos are 18 <laughs> games back, but what's up, man? <laughs> How you doing? Yeah, you get the right, same calls. Yeah, yeah, I know. I was oh, I, the thing. The thing that bothered me, Gabe and Babano, I, I when I was doing that, the, you know me, Gabe, I like to hustle at the track and do some things with horse racing, and I was doing those indoor soccer games. They loved them Sunday afternoon during NFL season. That's fun. <laughs> Anything to make money. a buck is worth doing. Yeah, <laughs> Babano, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> good, 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 good. Yeah, I mean, Sweet Sixteen baseball, hockey, and basketball down the stretch. I mean, if you can't find something to bet, that's nobody's fault but your own right now at this time of year. Well, yeah, thank, thanks for joining us, but Ben, um, uh, we're honored. I mean, you're not going out with your buddies? Time. Early bird special? Like, Babano goes out with his buddies to get loaded at 6 o'clock. They're either, <laughs> like, they're either, I can't figure it out. Like, it's one or two things. Either I respect it that you guys just can't wait to get blasted and you're going all night, or, you know, you're going out at 5 and 6 o'clock and stuff, but you guys are back home at, like, 11 and stuff. You know, so it depends so, on the week, really. Some weeks are late nights. Some weeks are it's a late, it's an early evening, mid evening thing, and we're done like at eleven, eleven thirty. We call it a night. We're tired. We've had enough, and that's it. So it depends on the mood of the day and how everybody's feeling. You're like George Costanza. Your mood of the day. <laughs> <laughs> the, the summer mist. The, med, the the many moods, according to Babano. So the longer the nights today? are definitely the summer you, nights. Not you, so much in the winter. That's I can tell you that right now. What are you What are you doing tonight? So you're staying in to watch the games tonight and bet on all these games? 
Actually, I am tonight. Uh, not much going on. It's just a relaxing night. Uh, just take everything in. Baseball, uh, basketball. We're looking forward to these games. We had a good night on the Sweet 16 card last night. Oregon covered. Uh, Purdue and Tennessee went over the total. Thank goodness. Last second, I said, let's give the clients the over instead of Tennessee. Uh, that worked out well. So, but not about last night. Let's see what we can do tonight. All right. So, what do you what do you think tonight? First game up, uh, Michigan State and LSU. 149 and a half, uh, Sparty minus six. Yeah, I'm laying the six here uh, with Michigan State. I think this is where, I think actually the remaining participants from the SEC conference are both going home tonight uh, in this tournament as far as I'm concerned. And LSU is one of them. It's three of them. Uh, I think it's going to be Kentucky. You yeah, got LSU, then too. Auburn, and then, uh, and then uh, Kentucky tonight. Three SEC teams tonight. I think all three are going to lose too, but. I don't like picking on one conference like this. <laughs> no, I don't. And it's not like I purposely said, you know what, let's pick the SEC. But in the LSU-Michigan State matchup, I'm looking at a situation where with Michigan State, Tom Izzo's been here, done this before in the Sweet 16. This turnaround time from the round of 32 to the Sweet 16, Tom Izzo knows how to handle that. Yeah, apparently there was some really, really tough practices, believe it or not, with Michigan State. He wasn't overly thrilled with the way they played against Minnesota, even though the scoreboard says blowout. Uh, LSU, this is new territory for Bedford. I don't argue with anyone saying the size and athleticism and rebounding of LSU could disrupt Michigan State a bit, but I just think Michigan State offense is going to be too much. I still don't love the way LSU plays defense, and I think Michigan State will do enough to win and get the cover as well. What do you think about the total, Babano? This one I was kind of thinking at 148 and a half. I was thinking LSU is going to try to run and gun with these guys. Michigan State, one thing about the SEC, a lot of those teams like Auburn, they don't play a lot of defense. You saw Tennessee last night, no defense at all. They can score, but they give up a lot of points. Any opinion there or more more to the side for you? More to the side. I'd lean to the over, but Michigan State's really tried slowing it down here in this tournament. They did it in the Big Ten season. Actually, in the non-conference cam, they, they did, didn't did mind pushing the pace. You know LSU is probably going to try to push the pace, so maybe LSU can you know bring and Michigan State into more of an up-tempo game. I'd lean over the total, but I like the side a lot more. You guys know I love overs, but I get the feeling it comes just a little, I don't know, man. If it was like 142 and a half or 144 and a half, I'd be biting. 149 and a half. We got to get to 150. Like, they should, though. LSU, Michigan State are going to get a lot of garbage points and putbacks. And Michigan State can score, too. That's a tough one. The total's not jumping off the screen at me. Um, the, the, the tough one, Andy, what, what about the total? We've been talking the hell out of this, man. My head is spinning here. Auburn and North Carolina, Babano. And don't bring up Bruce Pearl. Everyone's done it. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> we, we, it we, we did it Wednesday night. So, yeah, yeah we don't need no to more. keep that dead Everyone. horse again. Uh, how about Bruce Pearl in the video? Well, yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> so, forget about that. I'm not calling you out for it. I'm saying everyone, myself included. We know about the damn video. What do we do with the game, though? It's come down to 163 well, I, and a half now. See, now it's getting more into a playable range. I mean, I liked it over <laughs> at 160, 161, 162. Uh, I think it's still got to come down a little bit more to get involved. I don't want to bet the under, but we're talking 163 and a half. I mean, that's uh, you need a lot of things to go your way to get a game over a total of this magnitude, but you're going to get both teams playing the run-and-gun style. I think the difference in the game is Auburn is a terrible defensive rebounding team, and that is trouble against North Carolina, who are an elite offensive rebounding team. They crash the offensive glass, those second, third-chance opportunities. I'm convinced North Carolina is going to get a lot of those tonight, and if they make those count and convert those into buckets, easy buckets, 
Uh, I think they'll do enough to win and cover. I'd like lean North Carolina. I like them laying the points and lean over, but I'm going to need a little bit better number than this right now. Yeah, the Duke. The, this the yeah, Duke, the Duke game, game, game. I want to take this is this one. Th- we haven't, and this is this is the where I want to take the I want to take the the my pooch for a walk, but I get a little bit scared with those teams when they get the big time scare, Marenzi. Like if Duke would have done a little bit more against UCF, I'd probably come back to Virginia Tech. I think the scare might have lit a lightning bolt under their asses tonight. But seven points <laughs> against a divisional, uh, you know, an ACC rival, Virginia Tech, as you said before, Gabe, they're not afraid of Duke. They're not afraid at all. They beat, they beat them the last two times they yes. played them. They probably want to play them. Bring them back. Although Z- Zion, Zion Williamson, Zion didn't play in either one of those games. True. Well, well, True. Well, it was only one this year. He didn't play. And then uh, I think it was right after the, the the it was right after, wasn't it? Yeah, we bet them that night on uh, on game time decisions. They were a four point dog. They won outright. Uh, Virginia Tech. I remember. That's right. Yeah, yeah. You had them on the money line. I think. Yeah. It was good times. Yeah, I might do it again. I had him on the points. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I didn't have him on him. I remember I was like, ah, oh, I should have taken the money line. Uh, so, yeah, you know Duke wants payback here. Duke should win the game, Babano. What do, you, what do you think of this game? The Zion Williamson show. This this kid, man, he really is the biggest college player in recent memory. And I think he's the biggest college player I remember since, uh, like I said, man, like since Chris Webber kind of in the Fab Five. Like they, He's like a new revolutionary like star I mean, I saw yeah, tonight, transcend the game, so to speak. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like tonight, like uh, sports books here in Jersey, they all have Zion Williamson props, like a ton of them. Zion Williamson versus Russell Westbrook. Zion Williamson versus NBA. This Zion Williamson versus NHL. That like he's being treated like LeBron James and the kid ain't getting a damn penny from anybody. It's insane. I know. It's crazy. Like his name's everywhere. Everywhere. Like everyone can't get away from it. Yeah, I know we got the break. I'm going to be, I'm, I'm just going to be quick on this one. Not much of an opinion. I think Duke wins. I don't want to lay seven. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Mike Krzyzewski, 96 and 29 in the NCAA tournament. 96 and freaking 29. Pretty uh, good. Pretty damn good. So you know what then? Yeah, they have uh, four more games left. Wow. Think about get that. To 100 to win on yeah, the hundredth game. Yeah. The hundred would be on national championship. So championship Monday. game. Yes, it would. Holy crap. Like that's that's insane. If it played out that way, how many how many? I'll ask you. I'll play a little trivia here, Babano. How many uh, how many times do you think uh, Mike Shashevsky's been in the Sweet Sixteen before? How many times? I'm going to say thirteen. Yeah, sixteen. Sixteen. Oh boy, I undersold him. It's like the Price is Right. Bob Barker says. 
This will better be to be his, under than over. This will be his twenty sixth Sweet Sixteen Yay. game. I win the showcase, but I'm still far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're closer. <laughs> You're closer. Um, that's unbelievable. That's crazy. That I don't think about that. Twenty, like that is. Like there's some people tuning in probably right now that aren't 25 years old. Like this guy's coached in more Sweet 16 games than people have been alive. Like his kids, yeah. the guys on his team. You know what I mean? Like, like think about like all the big games. Like that's just so 25 Sweet 16 games. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, another 18 ACC conference championship games. Yeah, yeah, I've coached in like six national title games. Like it's it's insane when you look at this guy's body of work. Uh, but uh, old the old Buzzsaw camp's done a nice job, huh? With Vatek. Buzz. I love Buzz. Yeah, no, I think Buzz uh, Buzz yeah, Williams. Marquette. He did a great job at Marquette. I think he's a good coach. Um, you know, Dawkins did a good job. They had a good game plan. Now, UCF against Duke Babano, too. So, yeah, Coach K is a great coach, but these other coaches, uh, Dawkins playing at Duke, like Buzz Williams has been around the block before. They play with these guys in the conference. He'll have a game plan to know what to do. The bit, but boss, bottom line is, Gabe, it's not rocket science. Me and you and Babana watch college basketball. You make Duke th- uh, shoot threes. You try to not let them penetrate inside, make it difficult for them. And if they're threes so cold, you can beat them. If they beat you inside, you're done. You're toast. Duke's, to me, Duke's not losing the game. They sh- probably shouldn't. Nope. I, personally, I'm. this is the game I have the least betting stance on, but it's one of the games I'm most excited to watch. I think Duke wins. I'm not comfortable laying seven with them, but here's the thing. I'm reluctant to bet against teams that just barely escaped the previous game. Uh, usually, that's what I did with Auburn. They barely escaped New Mexico State. I came right back on them against Kansas, and I said, watch them play much better. And they did. They wiped out Kansas. I'm worried you could see that from Duke, but I'm not selling Virginia Tech short either. They're playing defense. They're rebounding. Uh, Justin Robinson being back has made them better. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, our Canadian friend, playing great for them, uh, and Buzz Williams. So I'm not selling Virginia Tech short. They play great ball. I think Duke wins, but there's no way I want to lay a full seven here. If it was cheaper by a couple points, I'm interested, not at seven. Are you in the parking lot outside the game or something? Am I hearing things, Cam? No, no, I thought he was having – I was going to ask him if he's, ha- if he's having a cocktail party in his uh, condo. Hey, are you in a bar? Like, what's going on, Babana? Like, uh, <laughs> Like me and Cam, Cam uh, yeah. like when you talk, like we hear women and like people talking in the background. What's yeah, going on? A party? Huh? No, not at the, not no, not at this place. No, I'm actually uh, getting a late lunch here uh, at a, at a local <laughs> restaurant. Local, yeah. This guy's great. Well, I'm, I'm staying in tonight, so this is my chance to uh, get out. So there we go. Never asked. We asked you earlier what you were doing. Like yeah, what? You the camp? I asked him what he's doing. Like most normal people, oh, I'm in a diner right now. What's yeah, up, yeah. guys? Like no, we have to ask you. Like, I love you, Babano. You live a good life. Like, you're, you're out there spending your money. It's good. It's good. So, Me and what, 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 what little I have to spend, exactly. Yeah. So what? You're at a local diner, and and so what? What are you having? What, what did you have? Soup and a sandwich? No, no soup. Uh, everybody's gonna jump to soup. No, but no you won't even uh, admit it if you had a soup. Yeah. Fish Friday. I'm having I'm having haddock today. Haddock and chips. Good old fashioned English fare. Yeah. Love fish into, and chips. <laughs> you're yep. into Lent stuff. But you don't you don't eat meat on Fridays. I didn't realize you were so religious. <laughs> it's just one of those. You know, I, I'm a, I grew up in a Catholic family, but I, I don't I don't go to church anymore. I don't you know, the religion things kind of like escape me uh, as I've gotten older, but. <laughs> For some reason, the thing that, I, that stuck with me all through my life, what, going back to when I was a kid, is 
you know, that fish a lot on Fridays. And for some damn reason, it's like this little fish Friday thing that you do every now and then. You just have fish on Fridays. I don't have it every Friday, but once in a while. And I had a craving for it today. So there you go. What'd you the say? What kind of you, you beat you beat Babano down. He doesn't even want to tell you what he's having for lunch. <laughs> you sure don't care. I'm the best. I get to the bottom of everything. He would never even told us he was in the diner. I was like, well, we I heard him. Like, what's, yeah, I was yeah. like, what's that noise, man? What's I going on here? And People want to know my betting thoughts. They don't want to know what the hell I'm doing right now. Uh, I don't, I don't know, Babano. We like to know what you're doing and get your betting thoughts. So, so what, okay. what are you doing? You, I want a visual. So are you sitting in a booth? Uh, yeah, like a Georgia. It's like Frank and Estelle Costanza. Frank wanted a booth. Estelle didn't. No, I'm just in a not, not in a booth. It's just like one of those uh, places. It's just at, at the bar in the place. Oh, so you're, you're on a stool. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, it's just me. I just go to the bar. I just belly up to the old bar. You know, I don't sit in a booth or anything. Table for one. Yeah, been there. Exactly. Yeah. Either do table for one or you go to the bar. I go to the bar. <laughs> But bad uh, Yeah, you're killing me. Man. I don't know why he didn't volunteer. Yeah, I might have diner before, but he's got to. We got to ask. I had to pull a yeah. What's Excuse me. One more thing. What's that noise in the background? Yeah. So anyway. Speaking of noise, uh, as we t- change the topic, because yes, we're going to run out of time here. Duke yeah, Virginia I'm not involved. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like I say, I think Duke wins. I'm not laying seven. Pass. Let's go to Houston, okay. Kentucky. I want to talk about yes, that sir. game. That's my got? game. What you, what That's got? your game. Yeah. What, 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 yeah. What's your take? Yeah, Houston's winning. I absolutely love Houston here. Uh, they're undervalued. They're underrated. Nobody gives them a shot. All they've done this year is play great defense, be extremely well coached with uh, Kelvin Sampson. Corey Davis Jr. is a tremendous player. Uh, they're not going to be in awe of Kentucky. Kentucky may not even be here uh, if uh, Fletcher McGee for Wofford even makes a couple of threes uh, in the game last weekend against them. Uh, they're very fortunate to survive that game. It's not going to be as easy against this level of defense. Now, Kentucky plays good defense, too, but it's not going to shake Houston. I think it's a close game. I got plus three, one possession either way, but I think Houston wins the game outright. I love the Cougars to take down Coach Cal. See you, Coach Cal. I remember one time you said in an interview, John Calipari said, you're not going to ru- bring, ruin my joy when he was complaining about the uh, selection committee and how, where they seated him. Well, Houston's going to ruin your joy tonight, I think. Hope so. I worry a bit. I worry a bit. Houston, uh, I, I want to bet at Gabe Babano. I think I think Houston's been a great story all year. I just get really scared. The line just went down, too. I saw a three this morning down to two. I'm just a little bit nervous, but I'm on Houston. I just... They, they should be able to get it done. It just it, It's worrisome going, because you know Kentucky can't... They're still a damn good team. They're not their best team, but they're still damn good. Houston ranks seventh in the nation in points uh, allowed, only yep. giving up uh, 61 points uh, per game. Um, their first in effective field goal percentage, three-point percentage. Uh, they rank fifth in two-point uh, percentage, all on defense. I think Kentucky are going to have a hard time scoring. Now, listen, there's a reason why the total's low here, and uh, it's climbing, though, isn't it? What, what, what is it, 133 and a half? 136. Son of a bitch. That stuff, that was at 133 and a half a couple hours ago. Yes, it People was. People are starting to jump on the over because I thought, yeah, they're going to get to the 60s. But I don't know. I'm not running here. I'm not running. Uh, I was going to say run to the window. I'm not uh, running on my phone to call an Uber to take me to the book, I should say, to uh, <laughs> to bet the over this game. Like this game, Babano, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if it was like a 63-60 game. They get into the 120s. You know what I mean? 
Houston wins like 62-60. 62-59. I think Kentucky are going to have a hard time scoring. hope so. Yeah, I could see it going either way. I mean, under, over, I don't have any opinion whatsoever on the total. I think Houston, though, uh, has the chance to win this game. I could see it playing a lower scoring, slower pace style. Houston can run in transition when they want to, if they have an opportunity to do so. Uh, so it was really tricky, uh, totals-wise. And if both teams shoot the ball well, it can go over that kind of number. But uh, just for me, Houston in this game, nothing on the total. All right, Babano, so before we let you get back to your meal, uh, your fish, have you eaten yet or are you waiting for it to show up? Or is it no, I'm just right waiting now? for it. Waiting for oh, it, okay. so good oh, time. You're waiting for it, okay. You'll give us the hook when the fish is on the table, I guess. Just admit oh, it, Oh, yeah, though. definitely. Like, just admit it. All right, fish is here. Soup. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, admit yeah. Just you're having a soup. Like, come on, Cam. You go to a diner slash place. You get yep. the, the, the Friday. The fr- I love soup. Friday. Don't tell me soup. the combo doesn't come with a soup and roll before Brenzi, your fish cup. Let me tell you what I did Amato, at the grocery store yesterday. You got soup. There's no soup. Yeah. There's no soup. no soup. It's fish and coleslaw and chips. I mean, it's your typical I, lake. I, I, I almost want you to FaceTime this. <laughs> What's up, I went, I went to the grocery store. They had Campbell's soup for 40 cents. I bought 16 cans yesterday. 16. 16 I'm going to go back for more. Yeah. 16, 40 cents a can. I love that stuff. I had soup again today. Love it. What, chicken uh, noodle soup and crackers, my favorite. So what, what you got? If all it's good soup, it's good soup. 40? Yeah, if it's good soup, it's good soup. 40 That's the way. Especially cents a can. the soup I have 40 is good. Cents, 40 did cents mix, a can. Are you did kidding me? Did you mix me? it up a little bit? Like, did you get different? Uh, what'd you get? No, no. Like, no, no, no. Just all no, chicken I noodle. I didn't mix it up. I usually get a couple cream of mushrooms. Nope, 16 chicken noodles. Next time, I'm going in for the case. 24. 40 cents a pop, huh? What a that deal. Six bucks? <laughs> yeah, six bucks. Six bucks. <laughs> what about that sports book? Yeah. What about, is it my bookie? Oh, yeah, my, my, oh, yeah, my bookie, Babano. I got, I got bookie points that you can get. Uh, I got 280 bookie points. You can get a case of ramen noodles, a $25 Greyhound certificate. Uh, what else do they have? Oh, yeah, Gabe, Kraft Dinner. Box a of case Kraft of Kraft Dinner. Dinner. Yeah, case of Kraft Dinner or ramen noodles. I got. I could get two cases. Enough points. It's Fish Friday, Babano. Follow <laughs> him on Twitter. Get his picks. Get his information at Bobano. Happy Fish Friday, Babano. Have a good yeah, one, buddy. You too. Enjoy. Oh, Cardinals baseball. Take them tonight. I like the Cardinals too, but Bano, they're on my card. See you guys. Later. 40 cents. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Bring his A game uh, this week. See where where this song goes. I can tell you where it goes. Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, Smashing Pumpkins. I think that's about as much as it's going to get, buddy. Yeah, it gets harder, but not for a while. Not for a while. It's a real slow intro. Oh, yeah. It kicks in like three minutes later. 
Yeah. <laughs> I love Gabe, the way you shake down Babano about food choices stuff and the way he really gets nervous about just regular things that uh, I just want to tell you. Like, I just told you I bought uh, 16 cans of 40-cent soup. What do I care? Who cares? I walked out of the grocery store with uh, beautiful, beautiful boxes of food for nothing. That's the way I roll. Yeah, he's very. It's, it's not like he's going through, like, a woman's underwear drawer or anything. Like that. He's just at a diner, right? He's very. He's going through a woman's <laughs> No, he's, he answers your questions like he's a prowler. The Dundas peeper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, oh. yeah. Ian Cameron has been known. <laughs> he's slipping your head. The Dundas peeper. Grounds <laughs> keeper Willie. Yeah. Just picture what you think. Like, Babano's like breaking into people's houses in the Hamilton area. Where he's like sniff, sniffing panties and like housewives' panties. And then like he bounce. gets the call. He's like, oh shit, I got to do this interview with these guys. I hey, guys, yeah. I like Houston Cougars. <laughs> Dude, people do some dumb things in today's day and age. I saw a guy, guy the other day, I saw. Uh, he uh, he broke into someone's house and he took a nap, man, and he fell asleep. They they came home. They called the cops. The guy, the, the kid. Yeah. Like who goes takes run. a nap? Like like really? Other people. The big thing too is people. Um, people like to film their crimes nowadays. <laughs> it's another thing. People yeah, real will do. real smart. Take some kid. Some kid like broke into a house the other day in Florida and like filmed it live on Facebook. It's a kid. Brilliant. Brilliant. I guess. And, and not only that, I think he sat down in the kitchen and sort of like did a mini podcast type thing. <laughs> like he sort of sat there and said, yeah, I'm breaking. I'm robbing his house right now. And lo and behold, <laughs> the cop showed up. You're right, though. Yes. There's a lot of stupid people in there. I was watching a murder mystery the other night and a woman's with her new boyfriend and they're in bed or whatever. And they hear like heavy breathing and it's her ex. He's in the closet. <laughs> Same thing. Like, what? You, you broke in here to like 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 creeping out on his ex. Yeah, and the other boyfriend just like yeah, he knocked this guy's lights out. Uh, he actually ended up doing worse things after that. But yeah, I gotta worry about that. Like you know, what, what are you doing breaking into other people's houses and hiding in closets or sleeping? Uh, a lot of weirdos out there. Brutal. Um, you know, I, I you, you're almost perfect for any like you know not any TV gig. You know, but. Um... There's a lot of, like, if I was your agent, I see a lot of good fits for you, right? Like, I, I've talked about game show host. Yeah, yeah I perfect like that. tailor-made for a game show host. Uh, cooking show. Sure. Yeah, cook cooking show. Apparently, Babano I can bring on, too. He He's a real cuisine guy. I know he, I don't know if he can cook, but he likes to go to uh, food festivals and food fair, especially, like, you know, soup right. fest and this and that. He's a man about yeah. town. But I, I can see you. I can see you. Uh, I can see you as sort of like uh, like the Chris Hansen type. Like you know, you're the one. You're the one showing up with the camera, sir. What what what, what are you doing in this what, lady's what's bedroom it, right what's now? It, what's it? What's in the bag? Oh, you brought lube. Okay, well, condoms. What? Cracker Jacks. What's what's in the bag? Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> you're right though Maretzi the best joke you ever when you told me you're like take a look at those date lines and how many guys are wearing Ohio State gear and when I and I watched a marathon and I couldn't believe it you're right it was like Ohio State Brutus hat shirt pullover I'm like wow you're right like out of all the schools Ohio State got caught the most for uh peeping I'd like Definitely. to I'd like to um 
I wish we had a way. I wish somebody like we had a research team that could go through every episode of Dateline. Yeah, and get and the facts. Let's, yeah, let's count the jerseys and the hoodies and the hats and uh, and compare. And I'm telling you, dude, it's Ohio. Like, Ohio is the Florida of the Midwest. Yeah. Like, weird things, Cam. There's a lot of crazy stuff that happens in Ohio, like all over Ohio. But I'm telling you, like, watch, watch Dateline, guys, and it's true. There's a highly disproportionate amount of people in Ohio State Buckeye hoodies, yeah. <laughs> sweatshirts, <coughs> hats, and everything yeah. else in between that uh, that get uh, get nailed on Dateline doing something creepy. Yeah. And look, Casey, Casey Anthony wore an Ohio State hat. Great. Something Urban Meyer, I'm sure, can be proud of. Yeah. I can't believe that chick got off. Just watching those old court cases, the evidence against her, too, man, it's amazing. She serves chloroform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just banging her lawyer. Oh, yeah, the the drunk, too. Yeah, I had a pizza in there for a week. Uh, Pizza doesn't smell like death. Anyway, we'll move on. But uh, she got away with with murder. There was no pizza. Uh, There 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 was no pizza. She wasn't banging her lawyer, either. I think I think she was. I think that those two. I saw the way they looked at each other. I didn't like it. <laughs> Guys, a creep. You, you watch too creeps. many. You watch too many shows, and you're confusing. I do. There was I no. Do, what, what pizza are you talking about? I'm talking about the pizza that they were talking about. She said she uh, when when they were like sniffing out the trunk of the car. There was garbage and a pizza when they were no, sniffing they for, did, uh, the, for the, stuff. The, 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 the body wasn't found in the trunk of a car. I'm saying there's no car. There's no pizza. Like they found the body like in a, in a yard. Like uh... I'm gonna. Have so to what do you say? Here. I, I gotta. I, I gotta, gotta check. This. I gotta check. This. <laughs> I don't want you on my journey. This is no, like Homer Simpson. Pizza it's box. Like, yeah. It's like you're like you're like uh, you're like Homer Simpson. Like at the end of the uh, the the uh, movementarians like propaganda film. <laughs> you know, like the leader, leader, and they ask, they're like, so what do you think of the film, Homer? They brainwash him. He goes, I'm confused. He goes, uh, so Internal Affairs knew that uh, the cops were corrupt the whole time? And they're like, what are you talking about? There's no cops in this movie. And he's like, I kind of make up my own movies when I get bored. <laughs> so like, you're like, oh, yeah, Casey Anthony. <laughs> I couldn't let it go. And he just said, like, come on, Renzi. Pizza smells like death. Come on. Then you're like trunk of a car, and I'm like, I don't know what that like. Yeah, I gotta no, go it's a different again. case. Okay. Yeah, Casey, Casey Anthony was the chick in Florida. Oh, I know her, who she her, is. Yeah, her baby is. was missing. I know for like that. a month. I know that. People were looking job. for the baby. She had a fake job. She had a fake job too at like uh, the park there. I know. I know the story. I know what's going on. I don't. I don't know. So I don't know. I don't know about her fake job. <laughs> All I oh, know. Trust me, you know. She worked at All like a, like an amusement park and lied about it for like months. She said she had a job there. She didn't. Well, she was going out to do shit. Oh, yeah, I know. I Trust me. I watched that. I, I know all the cases, Marenzi. I got to get to the bottom of it. I'm almost positive there was pizza involved, but I'll, I'll let you uh, for now until until I have until I have evidence. I'm going to let it slide. You're killing me, man. You're like, I'm sure. <laughs> Imagine even having this conversation There's with a no He's going to get, oh, no, no, no. I'm scared. Fish. I got had it. Oh, should had I like it. that? Yeah. We should call the battle back right now and ask him. We Listen, should. we're arguing right now. Was was Peter involved in the Casey Anthony case? He'll get nervous and scared. 
Yeah, I know. Uh, he won't know what the right answer is. Uh, I don't know just what they want to hear. Yeah, just let him be. Yeah, I don't know what they want to hear. What do they want to hear? Like, like, I'm telling you, there's no pizza involved. I got a chest. I thought there was. <laughs> like a trunk of a car and pizza. No, no, no. So, yeah, listen, Cam. So the baby he was missing. Yeah, I know. And, uh, and uh, people accused her. And the mother, I think the mother knew. So the grandmother, the mother knew, but the father didn't know. So the yep. father was on the news crying every day, but she's this kind of hot chick that kind of seems stone cold. Oh, my baby's missing. And basically, finally, the cops are like, all right, you know, we got a warrant. We're taking your computers. And on her computer, she said uh, how to kill someone with chloroform. The baby died with chloroform. Like, yep. it's not rocket science. And they found the kid and great, great police work, guys. The, the baby was like 20 feet behind the pool the whole time. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know how she got off, but she wasn't banging. <laughs> you know, you're, you know, I think you're thinking of Jody Arias. Yeah, I know my. Ha, ha, uh, ha, 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 ha. George Anthony said to himself when he opened up the trunk of the car, he found a white bag with a pizza box and maggots in it. The okay. Smell was so intense. Yeah, trust me, I, I know every nuance of oh, every so case. There is and, pizza involved in the case. You're getting deep yeah. here. I am, and, jo- and Jody Arias murdered her boyfriend in a shower. Remember, he was uh, he was also a Mormon. Yeah, I know that case too. So what? So George. <laughs> so George Anthony, the, the grandfather. Yeah. He was a so he what? was a cop too, was he not, Gabe? I think he was a uh, police officer. I know he had something to do with law enforcement. That's what uh, he was stoned. And then she accused she, she accused her dad of like malicious yeah. like bad things of touchy feely stuff too yeah she was like i don't know maybe court. my dad maybe my dad did something shady yeah yeah exactly yeah. Like, it's like oh my god really like, yeah. wow yeah and they had it was bad yeah they, the dad too they even asked do you think your wife knew and like you know he didn't want to throw her to the bus but basically he implied i think they got divorced after oh, like the dad was innocent the mother i think realized my daughter killed my granddaughter and yeah. sort of tried to cover it up the dad was like looking for the truth, and I think he testified against her actually. And uh, he threw him under the bus too. She char, char, she accused yeah. him of child abuse with the with yeah yeah the, exactly yeah yeah crazy. It was a real real class act. Like I said, yeah. she's an Ohio State Buckeye fan. <laughs> that's when we come back. That's how this all started. I'm just saying, yes. <laughs> Our whole rant about pizza and yes. it all started from Ohio State. Wow. I, I tell what you, a, I'm impressed. A, I, my, I told my, you, buddy. My apologies. I'm like, I don't know what the hell this guy's talking about, pizza. But no, listen, I was right. I was right. She did kill with, with chloroform. She put yes, the, you know I, what I mean? That is absolutely true. Another part of the case, yep. Jody Arias in the shower. Remember, too, she she uh, she was she had a real fetish of taking pictures and stuff like that. Hey, let's do a picture in the shower. Ding. Over. <laughs> no. <laughs> he killed me. Yeah, the pizza and the maggots and the car. I'm like, I don't know what the hell this guy's talking about. I'm talking about She's the, banging the, the case. Lawyer. Now you're like, now you got me thinking maybe she was banging her lawyer after all. I think I, I'm, I, as a betting man, I'd say it's a great bet. I guarantee she used sex with that guy. He looked so shady, too. Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed they banged. Guaranteed. Oh, God. Cam's uh, Cam killing me. Taking my mind off of Michigan for a couple of minutes. Yeah, I, that's what I'm trying to do, Gabe. That's what I'm here for. Yeah. And I, I see this is uh... the problem. This is the problem with YouTube. See, when we're just on radio, 
there was no feuding and stuff. We got big uh, big feuds and uh, what are the, the internet camp. Right, the, the, uh, listeners, our friends are yeah. turning on each other. That's yeah, 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 yeah. I don't like that. We're a happy community. We want everyone to get along. We yeah, everybody, enough- everybody, chill out and have a nice, refreshing. Swig of Sierra Mist. It's not Sprite, asshole. It's Sierra Mist. Yeah, I got, I got this one too. I got, I got Powerade instead of uh, Gatorade because it was uh, another thing. Seventy-seven cents. I like. I wouldn't mind. I prefer that than this. Refreshing. God, man, I'm waiting for these golf matches. You got to talk so we can see you. So when you talk, so yeah, set it up. I want to see what what kind of flavor you got there. Yeah, I got. Uh, oh, I always get cool blue. I I always get cool blue. Look at the size of that thing. Seventy-seven cents. I'll tell you, Marenzi. We go shopping, buddy. I'll fill up your cart. Like you just bring twenty bucks, and we'll just. I'll get you thirty cans of soup, fourteen Powerades, whatever you need, buddy. Extreme couponing without the coupons. It's me. Dave Davis. <laughs> Red Heat Rage Radio. He's golf fantasy sport. Radio Network. Yeah, we'll get caught up today with the WGC. And you know what? We'll get serious on the other side. Uh, we've been all over this basketball, but let's talk some baseball and hockey and basketball. Good call. NBA. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. All right, level two continues. We're heading into level three. Got some uh, Major League Baseball on the board here. Baseball is back. And I'll tell you one thing I will not be doing is uh, taking any of these uh, stupid uh, stupid run in the first inning props uh, tonight. We've got the Colorado Rockies and the Miami Marlins. Rockies got it done yesterday for us. Marquez versus Richards uh, tonight. Marquez, uh, buck, uh, buck 65 favorite right now. Total feels a little low just uh, instinctively looking at it, Cam. It's seven. Kind of feels a little low. Uh, St. Louis and Milwaukee. And, man, did you see that catch Lorenzo Cain made yesterday to save sure that game? Sure did. Love Lorenzo Cain. He's a, ba- King. He's a He's badass, a badass dude. Player. You said it, man. When he was with Kansas City, he did exactly the same thing. Lorenzo Cain's one of those guys, he do, you don't hear about him, but he's a gamer. He'll come up with a big hit and a big catch all the time, Lorenzo. just a player that you want on your team. He really digs deep. Always been a fan. Best division in baseball this year, I think, this division. You oh, think yeah, I, Cam, you think about it. You know, in, in the other divisions, certain teams don't like each other and stuff. Like, you know, the Red Sox and the Yankees don't like each other. But, you know, the the Blue Jays, the you Rays, know, they're the not. Orioles. Yeah, they're yeah. not really. It's not that everyone doesn't hate each other. Like, the, the Orioles and Jays don't get along. But no. if you look at this division, they it's like each, each rivalry is actually big. Like, yes. it really is. Like, the St. Louis lineup? Cardinals. The Cardinals Everyone hates and the, the Cubs. Cubs. Everyone yeah, hates, but also yeah. the Cardinals. No, yeah, you got to understand. People hate the Cubs now, and the, but the Cubs always suck for years. The Cardinals yeah. have been the class of that division forever. 
and their yeah. fans, people say how nice they are, but they're kind of sanctimonious. So, like, Chicago and St. Louis, big-ass robbery. Chicago Cubs and Milwaukee freaking hate each other. Yep. Um, like, just city rivalries. It's just it's close. Um, the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Cardinals don't get along. Um, you know, the Reds have sort of been left out of this party a little bit uh, yep. recently. But the Reds and Cubs, you know, they like you said, no one likes the Cubs. And they don't really like the Cardinals either. So, you, you know, the Pirates... Almost every game in these division games are fun. Like, you get St. Louis and Milwaukee. It's insane baseball. San Francisco and San Diego, I'll tell you what, I think Lou Chasey can get it done tonight. San Diego goes uh, 2-0, and Cam. That's a tough game. Uh, I really like the Cardinals, though, tonight. It's funny Bobano mentioned that. That was the first game that jumped off. I, I, will, I will be betting the Cardinals tonight with a pitching advantage. They get it done. Clarity no at juice. Peralta. I don't know. Cardinals wrote favorites. <laughs>